We're recording. First and first, awesome. first things first. TPC one twenty nine, July fifth, twenty twenty, eleven twelve a.m. Eastern time. This for everyone listening. This podcast is available on Spotify. That'll be linked in the description and stickied in the top comment. It is also available on BitChute, which is a an uncensored alternative to YouTube if you're not all about communism. And also DTube, which I don't know. Sh- I don't. It's I'm too stupid to understand DTube, but I know it's based in Switzerland and has something to do with blockchain, whatever the fuck that is. But it's there too. I'll link that there. So go check that out. And also, first and foremost, my aunt Lana retired yesterday after working as a nurse for fucking ever. So shout out Aunt Lana. And um, no hyperbole, and I won't go in for privacy's sake. My Aunt Lana definitely had a hand in me not dying last August, and I'll leave it at that. So, no hyperbole. So, shout out, Aunt Lana. I love you. Brad Smith! Armored yeah, truck. Brad Smith from his living room, man. Yeah, Brad Smith. Come, what the fuck happened to your hand, man? Hey, uh, great <laughs> conversation starter. Um, yeah, it's uh, what happens when you're a workaholic. Uh, you can talk about it. Yeah. Um, I damn near lost my hand at the paper mill. Seriously. Jesus. Damn near lost my fucking hand, man. Um, but I have great reflexes, so I only broke my pinky. <laughs> All right. Well, you got to – you can't just, can't just no. end there. <laughs> what happened? Um. All right. So a paper mill. There's a lot of rollers. There's a lot of gears. There's just a lot of moving parts. And we were lowering what's called an applicator roll into the mill because the uh, one we replaced was really worn down. Um, so the roll itself had to go in kind of cockeyed a little bit. Um, the farther side had to be up in the air and my side had to be farther down. And being diagonal, uh, when we put it in, the roll slipped and uh, the roll crushed my pry bar and my hand behind an electric motor. Um, the pry bar gave me just enough time to quickly take my hand out and, uh, the roll, uh, crunched my pinky up against, uh, the electric motor. Um, it was a 2000 pound roll. What the fuck? Yeah. So it, is your pinky just broken? Is um, it like so was it salvageable it wasn't like oh yeah yeah no uh believe it or not no surgery for a clean break um uh-huh. really really blessed and lucky um so on my other hand i don't know what this bone is called right um between the first and second knuckle here but it broke diagonally yeah yeah it broke diagonally like that way um come through the skin um no 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 it it, it stayed together um believe it or not um the doctor was actually impressed because the bones didn't shift or nothing It's, it's certainly a break but it stayed together and that's apparently why i don't need a screw to hold things together um yeah super fucking lucky man um Jesus. Yeah. Jesus. So how long are you out of work? Uh, fuck, man. I went back to work the following day. 
Brad Smith, <laughs> an American machine. <laughs> Jesus, dude. dude. I mean, <sighs> um, b- believe it or not, when it happened, my hand kind of went numb, and I, I took my hand out of my glove and I went like this. And as I went like this, my pinky slowly started to swell up and it turned purple. And that's when I reported to my supervisor, like, it could be something, it could be nothing, but my pinky feels weird. Yeah. It tickles, is, yeah. is what I said. Yeah. Um, and he's like, well, you think you broke it? And one of the first things I did, because I was taught this in first aid, was to start pressing down all my tendons and as soon as i started feeling a sharp pain i'm like yeah yeah i think something's wrong so um my work actually uh they have a security department that does security around the mills and um security brought me down to the emergency room and I waited in that fucker for five and a half hours. I, man, I, I, I went through uh, seven instant ice packs and uh, I was completely fine because uh, the union said that I am to re- remain on the clock because it happened at work. That's cool. And I went into overtime. I was completely okay. With yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. Did they, did they give you any like painkillers while you're waiting out there? Um, I actually got a lot of shit from the emergency room doctor because as soon as it happened, I took three grams of Tylenol. And Jesus, dude. Yeah. Um, that's she not... said you probably shouldn't take three grams of Tylenol. No. I'm like, uh, well, um, and I told her, you know, I sorry, that's just how I'm raised. You know, yeah. I mean, take a bunch of Tylenol and keep fucking working. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, dude, that'll <laughs> fucking bore a hole through your liver. Yeah, that's yeah, not good, Brad. Three thousand milligrams. That's not good, Brad. Well, well, hey, I I, I don't drink, so I, okay. I, I okay. mean, if uh, uh, if three grams of Tylenol is the worst I've done to it, I think I'm in the top percentile of people. <laughs> well, you've probably got a healthy liver. Well, not only that, it's it's not yeah. it's not just that you have a healthy liver. It's also that Tylenol with alcohol is highly highly toxic people die oh, I bet. people will go to bed all the time hammered take some tylenol so that prevent the hangover done just roommate does, does that actually happen all the time roommates will find them just Damn. just ash and white just dead straight up fucking dead it's just it's not really advertised man do not take tylenol Damn. anywhere near before or oh. after drinking booze Jeez. Yeah, I never knew that until like this past year. I'm surprised I didn't die in college. I guess I just always had ibuprofen. I guess ibuprofen was cheaper, so I had that or aspirin. Yeah, I think aspirin. No, yeah. say, I am not a medical doctor. Neither is Brad. Anyone <laughs> listening to this? It's, yeah, do that. And I also I also heard that you can't die if you use baby powder. Just period. Yeah, it's. I don't want some. Right. Yeah. yeah no. No. No one gets cancer from baby powder. No right? one gets cancer. Yeah. It's you can't you can't take town off alcohol. But hey, feel free to drink orange juice and smoke meth. You're you're in the clear. Yeah. You're. Yeah. Speaking of meth. Not to say that, not trying to relate, just the insanity of meth. Kanye West announced that he is running for president in 2020. So there are now three candidates. Joe Biden, Democrat. Donald Trump, incumbent, Republican. Kanye West, independent. 
I think he's run. It just says Georgia. Is he running as an independent? Yeah, and it just says Georgia. But I didn't think he lived in. Only Kanye. But hey, Kanye for president, 2020, <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving. We haven't had our July thing yet. There's been something every month. I guess this is it. Kanye West <laughs> running for president. You know, it's insane, but honestly, I think the more people that run for president, it's probably just better. Because the last two presidencies, we've had truly like the demonstration that anyone can be president. Black man becomes president. Donald Trump becomes president. Truly, because up until before that, I mean, it was just, there was almost like a certain like political elitism in my yeah. humble uneducated non-historically rich mind but it always had to you know well you know you got to work in dc for 30 years you're not even a senator what's the no. biggest town you've run yeah it's like, you have to go to law school yeah no fuck that as a politician no fuck that just uh, get up and go if you yeah. lose you'll lose if you win you win and it all sort itself out we're still here man Two, i mean two hundred and i'm not really educated but i think uh i think the only requirements to become president is an able-bodied person that's 35, 35 years old, or older, right? Born in the United yeah. States, yeah. Uh huh. But can't, I mean, can't be a felon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, up until Trump, I mean, all of our presidents came out of D.C. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, it, it's really nice to see someone, and maybe not necessarily Trump, but someone to break the mold. Yeah. But no, this isn't like an endorsement of of Trump or Kanye. This is just like, it's good. Don't you? It's always better when there are more people throwing their hats in the ring. In the Soviet yeah, Union, where yeah, there's absolutely. just one, it's just the government making cars, and you sign up for one, and you can expect it. And some, what was the average time? 121 months, so 10 years, one month. Versus, now you can go out and you get a Ford or a Tesla or a Hyundai or whatever. I'm not saying they're all yeah. good, but dude, competition. It's never been bad it's iphones no, samsung's no, it's androids always it's always better just get more people out there going fuck the rock should run eminem should run oh like i don't give a fuck if i agree with you or not the more people out there man it's always resulted in something better because right now we do ha it's a uniparty right. it's a democratic republican uniparty i don't really want to get into politics but i do just want to talk about kanye running for president <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, no. Um, I'll, I'll briefly, briefly uh, um, put my opinion out there about this political election. Knock yourself out. Metaphorically, it's which shit sandwich you want to eat, and it's just slightly different flavor. I, it, one has corn, one doesn't. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. It, it, it. One has crust, one doesn't. It's really <laughs> that's it. It's just. Uh, I am not looking forward to going to the voting booth. I'll tell you that, man. I am. But yeah, no. I'm fucking happy we're able the to. The riots we just had. Um, yeah, that was pretty lit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty. Yeah, that was, that was hype. That was weird. Yeah. That was, yeah, no. As soon as they went to St. Paul, I could actually see the fires from the paper mill. It was so was certainly an interesting thing. We closed all the gates and. We had a couple more security people um, come out to make sure they don't burn down the paper mill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't you can't just rove around the country burning shit down. It doesn't matter what your cause is; no one will be behind it. You can be you can be. Hey, we are going to end 
cancer bills for everyone in the United States. I'm so-and-so, and I'm running a marathon every day. We're going to all pitch in money so no one in the United States ever has to pay for cancer treatment again. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Burn down that fucking Wendy's. Right. Okay, I'm not for everyone it anymore. Everyone was behind the cause. Everyone too. was, and then it's everyone was, and then, and then it's, let's go loot a Target. It's fuck the police department. Let's just burn that shit down. And and now you ruin it. And now you ruin it. And not only that, yeah. you're you're pissing off people because now you are metaphorically. Okay, well I'm ending cancer bills for everyone. I burned down the Wendy's. Someone goes. Hey man, um, fuck that! Don't burn down on Wendy's, and now everyone's going fuck that guy. He's against free cancer treatment, and now you're pissing off those people oh. that are like, okay, well that's just some bullshit because I'm not against free cancer treatment, but I am against because right, that's yeah. not owned by Wendy's. That's owned by a franchise owner. So yeah, now it's you're right, dude. My he's been on here several times. Aaron Shepard, fellow uh, medical school. Well, I didn't even drop out. I just didn't go, but he dropped out, and now he works for NASA and builds mm-hmm. robotics. He's a fucking genius. But Aaron's black, and I remember him saying the last time we spoke, we were like, you know, the one good thing about all this is, like, for the first time, everyone agreed it was bad. Like, we've had God knows how many of these kids. I mean, just go back and what's the recent memory? It's just um, it's the the guy in New York that was killed over the pack of cigarettes. You have Trayvon Martin, Martin uh, Michael Brown. Yeah. It, there's just there's too many to count. And even, even the guy, Ahmad Marbury, the, the jogger, a couple months ago, it's yeah, up, up yeah. until now, not only have they been bad, but not everyone has been on board with was it yeah. justified or not. Mm-hmm. With George Floyd, okay, yeah, it has come out that he was a convicted felon. He pistol whipped a pregnant woman. That's terrible, mm-hmm. but that does not matter in the United States. It, previous charges it, it don't matter. It doesn't mean you can't change. It doesn't mean you can't change, but not only As that, not only yeah. that, you should not be treated any differently because the cop didn't know that. If I get pulled over, how does he know that I'm just Tommy or that I'm a convicted felon? So for 99.9999999% of the population, this was a first. Everyone was like, that's bad. You can't do that. Yeah. I mean, Trump passed police oh. reform and he expedited the FBI to work on it. It's... He passed a hundred billion dollar stimulus bill to, um, what was it? To I think it's to I'm butchering it to renew infrastructural and community rejuvenation and in, in, in black a hundred billion dollars, a tenth of a trillion dollars. Yeah, all great shit. And then some douchebags hijacked it and said, "Fuck yeah, let's break that target. Go take a microwave." And now you've ruined right. it. Now you've ruined it. Yeah. Sorry, I'm ranting, uh, Rob. And it's already been announced in the Minnesota House that everyone across the board is going to be paying for all the damages um, through tax hikes. And oh, yeah. No, I, yeah, I no. Mean, you and I pay for it. I, I mean, I'm not necessarily against paying for it. It sucks. Yeah. But, I mean, at least all of our eyes are open to a, a certain cause. Mm. But... It, it, it sucks that it had to go down the way it did. Seriously, I, I mean, often does, it often has to go yeah. that way, though. Yeah, you know, getting scared straight or something. You often yeah. have to lose a friend to Tylenol and alcohol to go. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's probably it, shouldn't take three grams of Tylenol. No, 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 <laughs> you shouldn't. But it's, but he survived. If, that, if that's not a strong man, I don't know who is. Brad Smith, twenty twenty, survived three grams of Tylenol. And then went back to yeah, work. Yeah, but absolutely. Yeah, 
But we'll start with legalizing machine guns. Okay? Yeah, we'll start with that. Yeah, <laughs> full auto, belt fed. That's uh, yeah. There we go. A full legalized. You own a tank. Yeah, go, go for it, man. Dude, I had a, I had an idea years ago. I remember I was arguing with one okay. of my best friends. He's polar opposite ends of political spectrum, but he's been one of my best friends since like fifth grade. But I remember we were arguing. Mm-hmm. We we're just kind of like half in the bag. And he was like, so what? He's like, you think you just should keep extending to everything? He's like, let's just get to the end. Do you think everyone should own a nuke? And again, we were, this was like four in the morning. We had been drinking all day and smoking pot. We're just fucking geeked, and, you know, to Red Bulls. And it's just none of, you know, it was all tongue in cheek. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I think everyone should have a nuke. He was like, how the fuck? And I was like, and then, but then, we, then we started toying with this idea. And we're like, what if everyone is given access to their own 100 megaton thermonuclear device but and this was in like 2012 when we were doing this okay. no one gets it until 2050 but everyone now knows that you have at we've got to produce all of them but then everyone you get one coming so we would have 38 or 40 38 years until until 2050 now we're only at 30 years well what changes would we make inescapable we cannot cancel it once it's down everyone gets it it's a divine thing no one can stop it just suspend logic for a minute well the first thing you do is be like okay we should probably settle all grudges right yeah not just of yeah, guys absolutely. who fucked each other's wives but also between like israel and like palestine like everyone we should yeah. solve that. Everyone's getting a nuke. We should probably make sure everyone's singing Kumbaya. Exactly. <laughs> Next step would be mental health. Well, and you can't, it's an inalienable right. You cannot, you can surrender yeah. your nuke, but you can't take it away from anyone. Got given, yeah. yeah. So, so, but this is a thing. You can surrender your nuke, but you can't, you can surrender it, but it cannot be taken away and no one can have access to more than one. So if someone surrenders it, that one's just off the table. So what do you do with men- mentally unstable people? Well, we should probably start probably start putting a lot of funding into, into mental health therapy, you know, probably nationalize that, make it universal. What about people that yep. no amount of therapy will help? You know, people that are unfortunately born uh, cat- catatonic, paranoid schizophrenics, people that can't control it. Yeah. Get to a point of therapy where they can understand that they need to give this up. Well, how do you get yeah. someone in that state of mind to understand? You'd have to give them world-class therapy. All right, so we should probably start funding that. Well, how are we going to yeah, do this, man? Absolutely. The economy is going to grind to a stop. Yeah, well, it doesn't matter because come 2050, it's all right, so we should probably start putting all <laughs> our money in this. It's going to stop real fast. Yeah, yeah. Well, how could we? Yeah, okay, we should probably all start posting shit on social media about how to spread awareness. All right, man. Well, what about people that are assholes? Well, we should find out what made them an asshole. Maybe they're angry about, oh, they got laid off? Well, okay, maybe we should figure that out. How do we get this guy on oh, unemployment? Better job. Yeah. <laughs> and, but it came to it. We were like, yeah. What if you just gave everyone, but you'd probably need longer. I'd say like 50 years. But there's a 50-year head start. Yeah. Everyone, yeah. Like, a, like a social security number, everyone has their own 100-megaton thermonuclear device. I mean, I bet do you think we would it start would really take um, a big nuclear bomb to have the world solve its world problems. Well, I, I mean, it's really too bad we couldn't just do it to better the world. It, it sucks that we have to use sure. nuclear deterrence. Sure, <laughs> sure, and that's been that's been a, a commentary for ten thousand years. How come we can't be better just to be better? 
we haven't figured it out yet, so instead of uh, beating a dead horse, hey, it's always good to love your neighbor. There's also nothing wrong with having a padlock, right? I can love yeah, you all day long, and sure. I'll always help you. I'm locking my door, uh-huh. and I'm loading a 12-gauge at night. Yep. So, yeah, it would be that. And I bet you would see... Uh, <laughs> I bet you would see us... Because it doesn't matter if there's one person. Yeah. Hey, man, I think you would. I think you would see world peace. <laughs> End of rant. So uh, I, I think that'll be my first campaign. Thing. I was about to. Everyone I was about to. I was about to say. I was about to say. Tommy Brad, 2020, 2050 promise program. Everyone gets a 100 megaton nuke, and we suspend we and. Oh, so the next thing would be, well, are there caveats? What about can you just can you just get the fuck out of here? Yes, you can. So we might as well start yeah, funding space exploration. Yeah. <laughs> you want a lunar colony? But do you think you get the to, you get to bring your new follows you off? It does. Earth. It does. But I like that. It's easier to have a hundred people on a different planet. It's probably easier to all hundred people get on the same page. So. If that's the sure. if that's the natural law, then okay. Looks like we should start colonizing space. What about space yep. station? You can do that too. What about digging underground? Yep. You can do that too. I think you would see a dramatic shift in everything. Nuclear deterrence has solved a lot of world problems. Maybe it's time. <laughs> hey, hey! If you look at and this is not and this is not a uh, this is not hyperbole. If you look at a if you look at a logarithmic graph of deaths caused by warfare total and percentage from the earliest recording so like the sumerians it continues to rise on an exponential curve until 1945 and then it stops there are still deaths every year yeah it for the first time in 10,000 years it stopped rising and it has been falling every year since august 9th 1945 when we dropped the second a-bomb yeah, yeah. Nothing has worked Who better. Mutually disturb- destruction <laughs> could be so powerful. Yeah, no pun intended. <laughs> but it's yeah. Nothing has worked better. You still yeah. have skirmishes. You still have proxy wars, but no one is yeah. going all out because you can't. I really think during World War II, um, we really learned the value of a life and just. How nasty war could be because my grandfather he was a marine and he was with um people on iwo jima and uh they were burning japanese out of caves oh it was a very very gruesome thing war sucks and out of everything he he said that that was a life changer for him i mean he's passed away now but he said, you, you know, you really do not know the value of a life when you actually have to end one in such a very gruesome way. Yeah. Day in and day out. And yeah. Then, and then watch your your friends be ended. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's. Yeah. What what would I mean? What would do it? Maybe a Kanye great philosophical conversation. Yeah, right? maybe Kanye will uh, go on that platform. Maybe, maybe he'll uh, legalize uh, some hip hop or something, or maybe he'll uh, 
make his music better. I don't know. I'm not necessarily. A Man, I hope fan. debates become, and this sounds such, like such hacky comedy material, but I hope the debates could become like rap battles. Right? Yeah, it's fuck just a uh, spoken word. Yeah, fuck Eight Mile. It's literally, imagine if the debates just start coming, everyone's got their hood up, they turn down the lights, and just boom, boom, they just throw a beat, and it's like, yo, yo. <laughs> just, that's what it comes down to. Who has the most talent? Yeah. Trump would go, I'm rich. Yeah. 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 That, Biden would just freeze. Yeah. And then you have Kanye over here going on. Kanye out. would just spit fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. It, it, maybe, yeah, it's. I forgot what I was going to say. Fuck, my brain just froze. Something no, that, that debates. Dude, that's my everyday. That's all of our everyday, um, man. Has it been pretty warm where you are? I think you're on the East Coast, right? Yeah, I'm in Maryland. Yeah, it's like. Um, oh, okay. 85 today because we just went through a heat wave man um it will probably continue um in between our two um two out of our four mills there's uh one and two and four and five um in between four and five mil um they're japanese built but in between the mills there's a walkway and it actually hits 125 degrees 98 percent humidity and the steam coming off of the dryer rollers created steam clouds everywhere and i was told that sometimes we will actually hit 100 percent humidity and it it will rain inside of the fucking mill jesus christ yeah it's like that. a tropical rainforest in there. Just Fuck that. Tree- no trees. Yeah, I was about to say the trees are speaking Vietnamese. Yeah. Dang, 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 dang. Hola. Yeah. It's- <laughs> <laughs> I wish I knew Vietnamese. Yeah. Fortunate sun intensifies. Does <laughs> 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 that work? Down, down, But um, yeah, you can get that um Vietnam music going on. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Do you think anyone else is going to throw their hat in the ring for 2020? If you could have anyone, Not if you could any- have anyone throw their hat in the ring, you can have three people, three additional people. No, two more people. So we have five total. That's a good number. I say mm-hmm. Rogan throws his hat in the ring. And That'd be badass. Rogan and um, I think The Rock. Okay. Um if I'm going to uh, put in two people, one's going to be my fun person. Okay. The other one's going to be my super serious political person. Okay. Um, the super political person, I, I'm kind of torn between Ben Shapiro. Okay. And uh, what's his name? No, fuck it. Um, ben Shapiro, just because he literally gives no fucks. It's it's fact based. It's I don't care about your feelings. This is what it is. Blah, 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 blah. And then if I wanted to pick a fun person, uh, have you heard of Jim Jeffries? No. He's this Australian comedian. No. Um, look him up. He is very profane. He's very, I don't know if he's actually a terrible person, but he, he, his style of comedy is just very shocking. And he'd be the one to say some real fucked up shit that everyone's going to laugh at. 
but then they're going to turn to their spouse or turn to someone else and kind of like hate themselves for laughing at shit. Kanye West, Joe Rogan, The Rock, Ben Shapiro, Jim Jeffries. I just thought of another one. And, exactly. and, and don't and don't um don't differentiate which is serious and which is political. You just got to throw them all. In oh, there. oh yeah, yeah. Well, because otherwise we go back to the we start back at the square one and saying, well, you're not serious enough to be president. You got to just open the door. What about Bill yeah, Belichick? No, no, you're right. What about yeah. Bill Belichick, coach of the Patriots? I mean, goddamn, that man knows how to figure out a system. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess so, huh? <laughs> yeah, Bill, Elon Musk. Man, we don't deserve Elon Musk. No, I, I think I it's mean, best he, he, he he's honestly from a different century. I mean, he's from year he's 4000. An, he's an alien. Yeah. He's an alien trying Seriously. to get home. I mean, you can already tell that he's an alien by um, the name that he uh, named his daughter. Yeah. I, I, I can't pronounce it. It says pronounced Ash, but yeah, it's A A E A twelve. Yeah, yeah. Like there's a few spaces somewhere, yeah. maybe a couple hyphens and backward syllables. Yeah, I, I mean, it's like those. It's like those it's buttons crazy. you never press on the calculator. Those yes. kind of scary ones. Yeah, Elon. Yeah, absolutely. Who else? Who else could have a? So it's, let's 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 not even go with you agree with them or disagree with them. It's just. Okay. It's just who do you think could, um, could? Who do you think could garner enough? I bet one of the Kardashians could. Yeah. I don't. Um, I don't. Um, I don't. I, would, Gates. I mean. Oh. Oh. Yeah. 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 The, uh, he's honestly been in between the corporate and political scenes. I mm-hmm. mean, he's done a lot of charity work. Bezos. Um, Bezos has I, I 150 mean, billion, dude. Yeah. Just period. Yeah. Um. I'm just trying to think of people that actually have Warren a, a fighting chance. Warren Buffett. Yeah, but even he's getting pretty old, man. Yeah, I was about to say he's very old. Um, who are some? Yeah, in, smart people who have built their own. Isn't Jay Z a billionaire? Jay Z is built. Yeah. He's built up yeah. several corporations now. Yeah. Jay Z. Yeah. Who else? J.K. Rowling can't, right? She's she's not American. No, she um, she was born in a different country. It's actually one of the reasons why my cousin can't run. Not that he's some political giant, but uh, he's just in the military. But he um, he was born in Germany because um, my uncle and my aunt um they're both in the military and they were in germany and so you can't so that that doesn't he doesn't count as being born on america no, because he was uh he, he he was born in germany born on base and i don't think so because i think uh they would have uh got some sort of uh i got some sort of um there might have been political not political um military ramifications for uh being pregnant and on tour Mm. oh 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 so she was she was in the military oh okay i thought he was in the military and she was and she was with him no ah both of them were um u.s citizens it's just they were on tour when it happened and uh Hmm. believe it or not they were stationed not too far away from each other And, and when they found out that of course you know they 
met up a few times and my cousin was <laughs> conceived. What about uh, Zuckerberg? Who's the guy that I mean, fucking runs Twitter? Dorsey? Jack Dorsey? Well, I mean, if we're going to include um, the social media giants, we obviously have, have to include you have to. Tom from MySpace. Oh, yeah. Again, these aren't people yeah. I necessarily agree with. I don't agree with any of them. I um, think they're communist censorship bitches. Yeah. But do they have a fighting mm -hmm. chance? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're right. Tom from MySpace. I would vote for Tom from MySpace. Um, If we're basing it off on... It's just fighting chance. It's not... Are they fit? It's... 35 American citizen fighting chance. Could they just get the vote? Okay. So they're, they're Alex all... Jones. You're right. Alex fucking Jones. Alex... <laughs> there, there would be some actors too, though, right? I'm not saying competent, but could pull, well, no. could pull a fucking crowd. Sure. Yeah. I bet Tom uh, Hanks. Well, wasn't Reagan an actor himself? Absolutely was. Yeah. You should listen. So, you should uh, uh, read a biography on him. Dude was just a fucking yeah. Dude was a fuckboy partier. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he got it. I mean, so was Bill Clinton. He was a pretty big partier too. Yeah, certainly proved that in office. Yeah, yeah. What did he balanced the books though? Exactly, dude. I don't give a fuck if he got a blowjob in office. One, I think that's badass. Two, he balanced yeah. the budget. Last president to balance the budget. Fucking yeah. Give credit where credit's due. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'll, 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 I'll certainly let a little hanky-panky underneath the uh, yeah. presidential desk go. I don't give a fuck. Balance the right? budget, lower my taxes, keep the border strong, make strong military. Mm -hmm. I don't give a fuck what you do, man. Yeah. Now, we don't have any, in true white male fashion, we haven't named a single woman. Oh, no, wait, Kim Kardashian, never mind. Hillary Clinton's still young enough. I don't like Hillary at all. She could still pull a crowd. Yeah, no, I mean, she could go. Um, Hill dog. Why? How about Candace Owens? Um, she's a she uh, yeah. I know who she is. She, she she could. Oh um, yeah, and who's who's um Charlie Kirk? He could. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Who is? Oh, I just had one. Fuck. God damn it, it just slipped away. There were. <laughs> damn it. Fuck. I just had one and I cannot remember. Um, who's. Let's, I was trying to think of. I'm trying to think of like comeback stories or, you know, people who. Yeah, no. Um, well, actually, uh, the CEO of My Pillow, he's a Minnesota. Oh, yeah, he, that uh, guy is. Yeah. I own all. That's all I own. I own my pillows because they're actually really cool um so uh he actually got the thumbs up from trump trump endorsed him oh shit yeah oh shit. um but but the thing is is I, I i i don't think he's in a place to become uh president because his company is so successful I, I mean, yeah why would you yeah, I mean, he's making a hell of a lot more money and, selling pillows. Yeah, and you gotta and you gotta cut all that shit out once you become so. Yeah. Matt Stone and Trey Parker, creators of South Park, president and vice president. Yeah. Oh my god, I would that'd be amazing. I, I would vote. For Holy them. shit! No bullshit. I would vote. Dude, they're fucking Harvard educated. 
I would vote for them. Yeah. No bullshit. I would vote oh, for yeah. them. I don't even give a fuck yeah. if, if my Absolutely. beliefs align. I would just, just to watch it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have to mention Tucker Carlson just to kind of get the far right wing candidates out there. I'm still trying to think of the far left because, I mean, you have to have a, uh, a, a balance of both. John Stewart. Why can't Nancy Pelosi run? She can. I mean, she's I don't know why she hasn't. Still, she's got uh, power, yeah. dude. Pelosi. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Um, AOC is not old uh, enough. No, she's not. Um, she's actually our age, I believe. Yeah, that's insane. Plus or minus a couple of years. That's insane. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just it's insane. Awesome political power. And yeah. Dude, I don't even like her. You're but still in your 20s? Respect. I don't even like her, but goddamn, man. Yeah. Re- you got to recognize yeah. the game. And um, she stole a seat from a very powerful uh, <laughs> Democrat, too. That's badass. Seriously. <laughs> Some fucking power play shit. Shout out to yeah. NC. I mean, her early political videos were of her standing up on bar tops, ch- uh, chanting and preaching to her followers Dude, in bars. I went to I went to her Instagram. If you go back to like her first posts, you're like, oh, this chick is literally just is just me. It's just early posts. Yeah. It's literally just like five likes, and it's just like you know, coffee uh-huh. like sunny day in September, and it's just like you know hashtag grateful. And you're like, oh, this is just a person. You're like this is just a person. Like, and it it takes away from that. Yeah, you have to be Harvard educated, skull and bones. Who's your father? Where did you go to? Did you go to yeah. West Point? You can't have that, man. No. Um. And, and see, the one thing that I'll actually defend AOC on, and that that's saying something because I I just don't fucking like her. Was uh, when she first got into office, she bought herself. I think it was like a five thousand dollars suit. People don't understand. That was literally all of her money. Yeah, <laughs> she, she she really had no a- a extra cash after that, but she had to get something professional and um, yeah. designer ish yeah. just to kind of fit in. Yeah, I mean, dude, you have to fucking respect the game. If you go from a bartender yeah. to con- like, dude, that's. You don't have to like her, man. That's fucking game. You don't have to like Trump. Yeah. But if you get into the Oval Office, it's touche. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I went from um, a armored car to paper mill. I, I never made the step to Congress. Yeah. <laughs> Yet. But. That'd be cool. Dude, That'd don't, really don't cool. throw any of it out the window, man. That's the problem. Yeah. There's this idea that it's. They're up there. They are, and I respect them for getting there. But it's not there yeah. up there, and I can never be that. You could probably get a Tom no, you, Brady. You no, know, you're right. Tom Brady. Yeah. I don't think you. I'm from New England. I love the Patriots. I don't think he'd be a good president. I bet he could fucking. I think he has a fighting chance. Tall, I handsome, mean, rich, nine Super Bowl appearances, married to a super bo- supermodel. Yeah. Well, I mean, he has plenty of experience um, doing commercials and stuff with his progressive yeah. commercials. Also, fucking so, coming I mean, through in the clutch. Imagine those commercials. I remember when I was down twenty-eight to three in the third quarter of the Super Bowl, and I thought about giving up. And then I looked up and saw the American. F- oh yeah, dude, fucking have him just sit five rings. Hey, where's the six? It's on my dick. You know, it's <laughs> nine appearances. Yeah, dude, it's I literally played for the Patriots. <laughs> like I am a Patriot. I won the first Super Bowl after nine eleven. Like. 599th pick overall. I never give up. I'll fight for the little man. You could do all that horse shit. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, Tom Brady. It's certainly a, uh, it proves your track record. Absolutely. I mean, if you can do that, I mean, you can, could be a president. Um, what about Michael Jordan? Yeah. Yeah. I've used, I think he could. Yeah, seriously. He absolutely could. Michael Jordan. Man, Kobe could have. Kobe could have very tragic, tragic fucking way, man. Rest in peace. Remember when Kobe was like the saddest thing about 2020? Yeah. Yeah. And then the um, if you look on the New York Times uh, um, newspaper, just to the left of the article was about the coronavirus vaccine. And it was just so a little, close. little thing. Just a little. Yeah. Just not even a big thing because the, uh, shit that happened right around January, didn't it? Yeah, dude, this podcast is has forced me to eat slices of humble pie because you can go back to me in like January and I was going to have yeah. this guy on that runs like a UFO channel on YouTube because I fucking love UFOs, uh-huh. but he didn't. And he messaged me on Reddit because I was like, yo, are we doing this thing or not? And he was like, no, man, I live in California. I'm stocking up on like uh, like N95 masks, like food and water, because I think coronavirus has just got to the California. They're probably going to start shutting down the state. And you yeah. can see now that you don't think anything of that. You're like, well, of course. But you can see me literally saying on the video, I, I had on, I think it was episode 24, Bradley Wenzel, photographer. Yeah. I was like, what's up, man? He's like, how are you doing? I was like, good, dude. I had some dude bail on me. He said that he thought coronavirus was coming to California and that they were going to shut down the state. And you can see him, too, go, what? And I was like, I know, right? <laughs> and then it just sweeps through the nation. So, yeah, man, I got to eat a Who bit. knew that that would have tanked our economy? Yeah. Exactly. So I had to eat a big old dick like, oh, wow, okay, I was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm trying to think of who else. Michael Jordan. Oprah. Oh, and uh, Oprah. Yeah. I was actually just about to say, oh, Oprah. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, if we're going to include Oprah, let's include Ellen. Absolutely. It's anyone with a yeah. fighting chance. It's not that you agree with them or yeah. think they would be good. Yeah. U.S. citizen, 35. Can they pull a crowd? Ellen. Absolutely. So right now we have Donald Trump, Joe Biden, Kanye West, Joe Rogan, The Rock, Ben Shapiro, Jim Jeffries, Bill Belichick, Elon Musk, Bill Gates, uh, Jeff Bezos, Warren Buffett, Jay-Z, Zuckerberg, Jack Dorsey, Tom from MySpace, Alex Jones. Why did I write down Reagan? He's dead. I guess we we're talking about Reagan. <laughs> Hill Dog, Hillary Clinton, Candace Owens, Charlie Kirk, My Pillow Guy, Tucker Carlson, Nancy Pelosi, AOC, Tom Brady, Matt Stone and Trey Parker, Michael Jordan, Oprah, Ellen. Who else? I'm not. I'm not bored of this. I'm sorry if you are, but I'm having fun. Can we include Chuck Norris, please? Absolutely. And then we can also include Betty White. She will never die, man. Dude, she is older than sliced bread. I absolutely love her. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Chuck Norris, 29, and uh, thir- who's? Would you, would you say Betty White? Betty White. Betty White. Who's that fucking Keith Richards? He cannot die. No, no, he can't. I think he's proven it too. Exactly. <laughs> Eminem. I bet people would vote for Eminem. Oh, I, I know, I would. I mean, he, he's the rap god, right? Exactly. I mean, he has a song about that. Yeah, 
And now, like, this is a slippery slope because we could just start naming anyone of any popularity. So I'm trying to stick to, like, the best because if you start naming every football player, well, then immediately you would eventually end up just choosing the best. And who is the, the, like it or not, who is factually the best of all time, and it's Tom Brady. So rap, I think, best of all time, it's Eminem. So it's... You can't just go off and start naming every rapper because it's eventually that would all because once you pulled the rap crowd, the rap crowd would they would select the best and it would it would be Eminem. There would be huge riots over the Biggie and Tupac thing because we didn't include them, um, yeah. even though they're dead. I, I, pour I one mean, out, pour one out for the for the homies. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So uh, out of the list we have so far, let's say that. Not including Biden and Trump, the two biggest people that would have the best chance, best chance. of defeating either of those two would be Elon Musk and Bill Gates, in my opinion. Yeah, like all seriousness, Seriously. Elon Musk and, and Bill Gates. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, the, the, yeah. If, you, if, you think so too? I think. I think I think too many people hate Bezos just because he's so rich. Yeah, I think that would work. Yeah, against, I think, honestly, I think that would work against him. Mm-hmm. Same with Zuckerberg. It's just like you're the Facebook guy, like you know. Right? It, it's not the same love I, I of mean, Tom MySpace. It's he's had a lot of problems with privacy. I don't think the American public would actually trust him with the. Uh, yeah. key to the yeah. nuclear arsenal yeah and and building that while while tearing down digital privacy and demanding trump don't build a wall he is building a law against all yeah. zoning orders around his massive estate in hawaii hey man i, I respect man get money dude fuck the yeah. haters that being I said I, mean, I won't vote for him fuck that guy there's that timeless saying of uh tall fences make good neighbors mm-hmm I, I think that's the same. An armed and, society, I mean, an armed society is a polite society. Yeah, seriously. Hundred megatons for every man, woman, and child. This world's peace. <laughs> heard it, you heard it here first, Tommy. Yeah. How old are you? I'm 29. I turned 30 on August 7th, so I can't. Um, I can run in 2028. I won't. I'll be. I, I'll be just young, too young to do 2024. I actually have problems figuring out what day it is. Besides, this is my work day and this is my day off. Um, Today's uh, Sunday, July fifth. Um, no, no, I'm 28. You 20? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I could think. you run in? Yeah. I don't think you could run in. I think I would have to run. No, four I think you years could. 20, you. No, 20, 20, 28, You'd be fine because I'll be 38. It's just okay. I would be 38 in 2028, but I would be 34 in 2024. So I'm right, right. You're below. right on the cut. So no, you. So you would be able to run. You'd be able to run with me because you'd be 36. Damn right. Brad, Tommy, 2020 or 2028, <laughs> fucking. Man, just make me Secretary of Defense. I, I, yeah, I want to. I want to do that. Yeah, so, yeah, that sounds fun. You can be SecDef. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Whatever you want, man. I mean, vice president would be pretty cool too. But, it would be. I mean, I mean you have, the charisma. 
the reality is, is we, we'd get in there and we'd see all the Illuminati fucks. Dude, I would go in there. Right. I would go in there with like seven drones with 360 degree cameras. And yeah. I'd have microphones woven into my body at all times. And I'll be, I would just live stream everything in 8K, 60 FPS. And I would be like, if you see me pulled into any shady, shady room. Yeah. <laughs> you, are wa- you are the walking NSA. That's what I would, I would do that. And I would fucking, I would do a military parade in D.C., the likes of which has never been seen before. And just like in The Dark Knight, when they all turn Mm -hmm. and shoot at the commissioner and no one saw it coming because that's the only time you can have a bunch of men with rifles in the street is a parade. A parade's a wonderful cover. Have the biggest parade of all time. And then I'd go invade the Federal Reserve. I would just bulldoze it. Bring everyone out. See what happens. Yep. Yeah. So they don't um, pull a JFK or an Andrew. If I was vice president, I, I, man, I really want to weaponize the moon. That'd be fucking awesome. Fuck yeah. Do like some Starship Trooper shit where they yeah. put a big ass ring around um, the planet, yeah. but just the moon. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Or a Death Star. That'd be fucking awesome. Elon Musk. What would he be head of? Department of Energy. Uh, Department of Energy. Um, head of everything because the dude has so many companies and he can fit everything into his day it's fucking crazy you know i think you actually got to keep him out of politics because i think that would hamper him okay he would have he'd have to be like he would have to be like uh, tony stark like a national asset but you gotta let him be free you gotta let him be a meme lord a fuck boy you got not that elon musk is a fuck boy but you gotta you gotta let him just go be them yeah you gotta just go let them be themselves Right, mm-hmm. there's certain power um, that you can't, you know. I think he, man, I, if he was a part of our party, um, I honestly, at that point, man, I'd kibosh NASA. Yeah, he 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 would be in charge of our space program. Our space program would be SpaceX. Yeah, actually, that, but no, I would want, I would want NASA. But NASA wouldn't produce anything. I would have NASA, and everything would be bids to space companies. I want that competition, okay. and that's why I don't think okay. Elon yeah, would do it. Is that. because Elon would have to. He would. That would be. That would be um, conflicting interests. That's what, what I want. What other companies send like? Well, I was gonna um, say like satellites up into space. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say like the army doesn't build anything. Mm-hmm. The Marines, the Air Force, they don't. There's no Air Force factory. It's all Northrop Grumman, Raytheon, Boeing, General Atomics, General Dynamics, GE. Yeah. It's EG&G. None of, the, none of the, we get all of our shit from these companies and they yeah. bid for it. It's, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I would have. I would just turn NASA into, well, I guess actually NASA gets all their shit from private companies too. That doesn't mm-hmm. work. Would you be okay with dissolving NASA into Space Force? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, it might save us some money. I mean, dude, the military is that's where you want to get something done. The first, my first act would be would be an unofficial Cold War with China, because the Cold War accelerated human technology yeah. so much. Isn't it? Isn't it said that without the Cold War, right now we would be at the equivalent of two thousand technology? I yeah. cannot remember where I heard that, and that's not based in anything. So, <laughs> well, I'm not going to try to well, argue I mean, that. 
if you're going the route of Cold War, I mean, Japan could be our next Cuba, and we could just send up all, all of our nukes there and Fuck yeah. freak China out. Fuck yeah. Cold War accelerates everything. As long as the nukes don't get fired, Cold War is a win for everyone. Mm-hmm. But it's a very yeah, risky absolutely. business. It's a very risky business because if it goes yeah, hot, yeah, it was a little tense there. If it goes hot, then it erases everything. And so, without the Cold War, we'd be at two thousand technology. With the Cold War, yeah. we're at twenty twenty. If the Cold mm-hmm. War went hot, we'd be at year twenty. <laughs> so it's you know it's yeah. The next war would have been fought with sticks and yeah, knives. yeah. Albert Einstein. Yeah, I know. Not World War Three yeah. would be fought with. World War Four will be sticks and stones. Yeah. Or, or at, uh, Eisenhower said to uh, during one of the the nuclear drills, he said he said it's like the top the czars he was choosing the private business czars, um, Raven Rock by Garrett M. Graff, my favorite book. But Eisenhower said something. He was like, "You must understand." He's like, "This is not this is not a war we come back from. This is not a we rally up in the red, white, and blue." He goes, "We will be back to killing beasts with rocks." He's like, there is, it's not that the economy will stutter. He's like, you don't, written language will be gone. Yeah. Well, I mean, think of it this way. On pure accident and a dash of negligence, look at Chernobyl. Yeah. Seriously, that was just ignorance, negligence, and bidding at the bottom dollar and just getting a nuclear reactor going. Yeah. Now, think about what we could do intentionally. Yeah. That's the scary part. Yeah. That was an accident. Yeah. Yeah. That was an accident. <laughs> it's You get in a car and, accident. And that light is still fucked. Yeah. You get in a car accident, you can see how bad they are. What happens when you do shit intentionally? When you intentionally, yeah. that's how you can fly a plane into a tower. When you do it intentionally. What's the difference yeah. between a fender bender and 9-11, right? It's, you <laughs> know, accident, yeah. Chernobyl, intentional, Hiroshima. It's yep. <laughs> what and we, by the way, I actually think um, the U- U.S. military went pretty easy uh, on uh, on Hiroshima and Nagasaki because both of those were airbursts too. I mean, they honestly could have let the bomb hit the ground well, um, and irradiate most of it. Irradiate more. It would have done less damage yeah. with the explosion. Mm. The explosion yeah. did more at fifteen hundred feet because it's a greater. Bam. Yeah. I throw a water balloon into a crowd. It hits one person, maybe two. I throw yeah. a water balloon and it bursts 10 feet above them. You get them all. It's. Yeah. Oh, you know, it, we get, we definitely, it could have been worse. I mean, Truman literally didn't give a direct order. He said, after we dropped the first he, one, he said. He almost fought it. I mean, he really didn't want to. He didn't want to until he met with Leslie Groves, the head of the Manhattan Project, who said, Mr. Truman, if you don't drop this, you should start working on your speech for your impeachment in 1946 when the American people find out you had a weapon that could have ended this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's seriously. It's. I mean, sometimes you need someone to give you the hard truth and saying you could have, but you didn't. Yeah. So yeah. you better work on your exit strategy. Yeah. The overwhelming uh, majority, I think 87% of scientists in the Manhattan Project voted for uh a burst off the coast to show the Japanese. And Leslie Groves actually had that uh, canned because he didn't want that getting to high command. But what a lot of people don't know is we didn't have an endless number of these. We had three. 
Yeah. Well, we had, sorry, we dropped, we tested one, Trinity, at Alamogordo, uh-huh. New Mexico at 5.30 yep. a.m. on July 16th, 1945. Bam! But we had two more that we dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki, and we had one more that we ended up not using. So we had enough material for four. First was the test. The next two were Hiroshima yes. and Nagasaki. And they... They didn't even surrender after the first. They didn't even surrender immediately after the second. No. That's something a lot of people don't know. It was still another five days of them basically ghosting the State Department. Yeah. We were getting ready to drop a third. Now, let's say we dropped the first one off the coast and they didn't surrender, and then we drop a second and a third on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. What if they still don't surrender? We didn't. It took us three years to get all that fissile material. We didn't have enough yeah. to do that. That was the biggest bluff ever. Yeah. It worked. Yeah. Uh, when um, um, when Tr- I was going to say, when Truman got into office, and uh, we're, sorry, when Truman got, I think, for, leading up to the Beardlot project, which is what led to the hydrogen bomb, when he was briefed on the total mm-hmm. number of nuclear weapons that the United States had, they said it was the single greatest secret. The United States, this was in like 1950. So secret that it was not written down. It was whispered in his ear. And the number, what they thought was 250. 13. The world thinks we have hundreds. Uh, <laughs> so it's it's all about... Brett, I gotta go piss. Go, go right ahead. Uh, I'll, I'll do the same, man. Alright. I'm gonna upload the Zoom version of those, so sorry for everyone about that. And he's back. I am back. Woo. Man, I made this homemade beef jerky and I, I'm just addicted. Yeah. Oh my god, man! Looks fantastic. My mouth is oh. watering. I love, oh. I love beef jerky. It's uh, I kept it in, in the dehydrator longer just so it uh, be that kind of beef jerky that you have to suck on. Yeah. That so it lasts longer. Yeah. Because the last batch I made, it was nice and tender, and my wife and I pounded down fifty pound. Oh, not fifty. Um, fifty dollars worth of freaking brisket. I thought you were gonna say it, fifty pounds. It, 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 yeah, fifty Brad. pounds. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, World War Two really opened our eyes. Um, did I tell you that um, the the paper mills were actually built by the Japanese before uh, World War? Well, it, it was in 1927 that our four and five mill were built. Uh, one and two were actually manufactured uh, somewhere in Pittsburgh or something like that back when they were really in, industrialized and stuff. Yeah. Back in, back way back. Um, which is actually kind of interesting because uh, one and two mill some of the parts are still original and they're still going and i I was told i and um i haven't come across some of the maker marks yet but some of them parts have been running since 1867. jesus christ right do you know there's actually a word for that machinery or like straw like a wrench the like you'll see like uh you know this was my great grandfather's wrench you know something like that there's actually a <laughs> um, word for it it's called it's called skookum s-k-o-o-k-u-m there's a subreddit really yeah i never knew uh, what it was but you go in and i was like i did i like to not read about subreddits i like to just try to figure it out 
because I'm a yeah. moron and that's how I get my little dopamine reward. Hey, this one's about cars. But Skookum Let's is research. Yeah, Skookum is yeah. It's it's about yeah. Or this is yeah. This was that you always see shit be like this wrench has been in my family since World War One or like um yeah old water pipes old toilets um it's always shit that like it can't be like electronics it's always yeah it's like a a metal press uh yeah yeah, something like that it's we uh, still have drill presses from world war one that have a placard on the side saying something on the lines of during wartime the u.s government can come and um these operation yeah they yeah. get they get priority they get yeah they get the, like yeah. full priority yeah, yeah. wartime I mean, powers act uh some of that stuff is on some of our lathes and we have this really 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 old uh table saw um or actually i think it's a rip saw um it has that placard on the side and this thing is clearly not osha but <laughs> OSHA kind of turns a blind eye to it mm-hmm. because when you grab the saw, um, the saw blade and you pull it forward, um, the blade actually spins towards you. It, it, it's yeah, I, I call it the demon saw because there's barely a guard on it. I mean, it, the, the thing is just dangerous, and if you saw through a nail. Um, it will actually kick kick towards you, and you kind of have to control that. Um, but it's just. But see, the thing is, though, it is the most reliable. Yeah. It is the best cutting. It just works. And it's been working. That's yeah. what it is. That's what it means. Skook yeah. Em. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have a bandsaw. Uh, probably came out of World War II, but. If you're familiar with bandsaws, there's just these two big wheels with some guards and the blade that runs around them. So when the wheels turn, there's just this platform that you cut on. Mm -hmm. But unlike modern machinery, you could easily just open up these guards while in in operation. The thing doesn't turn off. There's no secondary guards. You can literally just open up the bottom and just tear yourself a, a new hole in your body somewhere. Yeah. Uh, but that bandsaw is the one I prefer to use because fucker just works. Yeah, dude. That's the thing is they just they just work, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's um, I learned something new at the paper mill, and I think I sent you a video of. Uh, the gears turning the length of the paper mill. Mm-hmm. And I was actually under the impression that the teeth of each gear of each gear was steel until a millwright actually had to repair one. And it, it's really cool because he, he had it on the floor and there was this plate uh, um, that um, pulled off of the, the gear. And the teeth of the gear, um, the gear was made from some sort of nylon. Hmm. And I I thought that was interesting. But when you're talking about something very old that just works, I mean, it makes sense to make some of those gears out of nylon because, you know, there's the gear contact. 
Oh, uh, yeah. And, a little gear. Yeah, and with steel, it would wear down really fast, and you'd actually have to replace the gear itself. But um, some smart guy years ago um, said that it's more cost-efficient and you can get more longevity out of a gear if you make those teeth from nylon. That's insane. Mind blown, man. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Um, I thought it was pretty cool. Do you still have those videos I sent you a while back? I do. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Do you want to talk about them, huh? Yeah, I do. Because it's... Okay. Yeah. What was that one thing? And it was like a... It almost looks like a huge pit. It's like... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Explain, um, explain that to me. Okay. That is the hydropulper. Um, so, before you can make any paper, you have to have stock. It's called it. All it is is it's just for us. It's recycled cardboard, and what we do is we drop three thousand pound bales of cardboard into the hydropulper. We add a bunch of fucking water, and at the bottom, there's like this six to seven foot blade that spins at 800 rounds per minute and it just chops everything up it's it's eating uh it's eating car uh engine blocks it's eating concrete barriers it has legitimately just demolished everything that it eats uh, but what it does is it grinds down the cardboard to a point where you can pump it out the bottom and then it goes through a huge filtration system. We have miles and miles of piping and different kinds of filtration systems. Really wish I had video of that, but those are one of those areas where probably shouldn't um, be filming just because you should probably make sure that nothing is going to hit you in the head or something. Yeah. OSHA wouldn't like me filming that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so the hydropulper, that specific one that I sent you, it operates at about 100 to 120 tons an hour. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, and that's just one of them. Um, video I couldn't send you because I just didn't have the time. We have a smaller hydropulper and that's our reserve one. So if the main one goes down, we can just quickly switch up to the secondary one, but it's smaller. Um, we keep it on reserve for Wednesdays. Every Wednesday, one of our mills goes down for maintenance. That's actually how I got this. Mm. One of the mills went down for maintenance and that happened. But the, hyd the hydropulper is a very unforgiving machine because it will eat. What it will eat is completely dependent on what you feed it. That the guy I had um, on that the tank commander I had on that used to operate M1 Abrams, the tanks, said yeah. that when he was introduced to them in like the late eighties or early nineties when he first got into the army, he said the guy in charge said, This is an M1 Abrams. She is built to kill. She is indifferent as to whom she kills. Seriously, yeah. yeah um, I forgot which video I sent you or which picture I sent you, but 
when we are feeding bales of cardboard into it, there's like five or six, like 20 gauge or 16 gauge wires that are wrapped around that bale. And when we put it onto a conveyor belt, those wires are popped by something that sticks off the floor. And when those bales go into it, those wires don't actually go through the filtration system. There is this um, metal cable that we drop into the hydropulver that sits just above the rotor. And while the rotor is spinning, it spins the wires up and onto that cable. And it's called the tail. The tail is slowly pulled out and the wires just keep wrapping itself around it. And once it gets to the end of the tail, we pull it out, we cut it, we put a, a new cable down there. I think that's how it works. Okay. Um, it's been a while, but I think that's the gist of it. The hydropulper is, man, it, I, I honestly think it's about like 20 feet wide by, from top to bottom, I think it's about 40 feet deep. Jesus Christ. I mean, it is the largest blender you, I could ever have imagined. I mean, the, the thing is like three stories tall, but it's in the ground. Jesus, man. Yeah. Um, the drive. So there's the motor and then there's the drive. The drive that sits up underneath the rotor is the thing that costs $2 million. We actually just had to replace them. But see, the cool thing is, is they last two to four years. Yeah. I mean, that's still a lot of money if you break it down year by year. But once you think about what um, that drive actually eats, uh, I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> it's Yeah. What do you have to do to... Um, how often does the blade have to be, or the teeth on the blade? Yeah. Um, we change them any time... Um, the hydropulper actually needs maintenance. So if someone's down there welding or, or something, we change the blade. And, and the rotor head it's itself, um, when we pull it out, um, no one can be down in there just in case it falls back down. I mean, it's a multiple ton piece of steel. It's one chunk of steel. And when we pull the old one out, you can clearly see fist size gouges out of the rotor because it hit something really hard. Jesus. I mean, the thing doesn't stop and the thing runs 24-7. I mean, it, it's one of the most redundant proven pieces of machinery I've, I've honestly ever seen. I've never heard of, we are not running because the hydropulver uh, it is not working. I've never heard that. Yeah. And it's 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 almost kind of like porn, man. Like you just see something that works. It's very some sometimes it can be very crude, but there's just some sort of like engineering beauty to it. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. Just, yes. I'm just satisfying. Yeah. I, I mean, I think there was a subreddit. Um, it's like welding porn yeah. where there's just these perfect welds yeah, yeah. same thing yeah 
Yes. Yeah, so, you know, I mean, yeah, I've I've actually got someone <laughs> to come on my podcast just cuz I remember yeah. I was a subscriber there. I don't know shit about welding, dude. I can't even change a tire. But I remember seeing that and I was just like you don't need to. There's like a certain human like ah uh, what is that? It's just just satisfaction gratification yeah because you don't get it from like glue with plastic but knowing that it's like (laughs) knowing that you just took like just like the heat of the sun and just turned this metal into a single thing there is some yeah there's always like i went to alaska with my my girlfriend at the time back in 2014 and went Mm -hmm. with her family and i remember like we we went on a cruise it was it was badass as fuck but my aunt's favorite part of the vacation was a seven-hour train ride from the airport to, like, the dock or the pier, whatever the fuck, harbor. You can tell I'm really mm-hmm. intelligent. But it was this big-ass fucking train, and we were on, like, the second story, open canopy, and it's just through the backwoods of Alaska, That's dude. Awesome. There was no... I remember me and our dad just got fucking hammered, and we were just... There's just trees, and, dude, there is nothing. It... You think you've been to like you know remote places in the United States? It is there is nothing, but the railroad was like 150 years old. And the point of me saying this is, there was something so satisfying that we were going over these old bridges and shit, and just to know that these it took them. These things were just so strong, and just. And, like, before cars existed, so you're like, man, these were pulled out here with fucking horses. And just, yeah. I imagine just big dudes in suspenders with handlebar mustaches just eating. Yeah. They, used to, they said their snack was they'd carry balls of butter dipped in sugar because it was just pure calories. And these guys yeah. were yoked. And, like, but you just think about it and you're like, they had to just get rid of the trees how do you we saw the trees down you're like this place isn't level by hand yeah, exactly I mean, you're a million words yeah and, and it's not like oh well, we're right outside of town so we'll bring no you're in the middle of nowhere and that was what was so, like skyscrapers are cool sure but you're they're in even an empire state building 1931 like yeah but at the same time like it's still in civilization right like mm-hmm. planes were a thing by then so this you know sure limestone i get it but Going out and you see these railroads in the middle of the woods, thousands of miles from anywhere. Dude, there was something. I remember me and her dad were just like, because you could kind of like look out, because we and we because obviously you can't see the track when you're going over it, but you could go stand on the very back of the train and just literally look yeah. off the ra- five feet from That's you, awesome, and just looking at the railroad ties and just the simplest shit, not like. That sound like a boomer. No, we weren't on our iPhones and our Facebook. But no, it wasn't even the like, I had a smoking hot girlfriend. It wasn't even that they were serving us a five course meal of nice liquor. I just remember standing there, just staring at the tracks. And I was just like, who brought these out here? Who formed this? Who? I was right. just like, there was just this. Yeah, you're right. Like, I don't, don't know anything about it. But I was just like, ah, I just watched it and was like, that is that is cool just like fuck yeah there's just Mm -hmm. you can sense it this took so much to be built right yeah sorry for that little rant each individual uh um spike was hand forged too i I mean a lot of time a lot of effort a lot of someone's blood sweat and tears literally went into forming yeah that railroad and you get to enjoy it a hundred some years later. 
Yeah, Isn't that you, crazy? It, and and where did that come from? Well, they had to pull this ore out of the ground and yeah. fucking ship it with like ox. Someone got black lung yeah. from making this. <laughs> People died just bringing it out of the ground. And then yeah. it went, and what do we do? And then we just lit a fire and we melted it and just right. took the, <laughs> the, the, the lava of Mordor and we created this bang, bang to get this thing. Then we mm-hmm. go out and then we set it out in the middle of fucking nowhere and then what? Yeah. A big fucking train just running on steam and hatred just like bulldozing Absolutely. through the this isn't the this is before yeah, exactly this is before osha this is back when slavery was the norm like that's how mm-hmm. old this shit is and it runs on yeah. fucking coal and it's just do, 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 do. and it's just like that to me that 747 is cool but like goddamn something about like this was just humans just beating nature into submission you know yeah, it's just absolutely beating nature like the pyramids just beat yeah. fucking it's literally yeah. just hurled human suffering at it until it's finished physics fighting everything fighting the environment yeah. just to create something amazing yeah i mean built with rice um, soup the bull whip and a megalomaniacal complex yeah uh, there are many YouTube videos of uh, people using old techniques on uh, restoring uh, re- restoring trains and stuff, and just seeing the effort you have to put into just putting one rivet yeah. into uh, the steam engines and stuff crazy you have to hop in there you have to have this 150 pound hammer and this hot piece of steel or iron comes through and you just hammer it together and then it cools down everything creaks yeah i mean dude in athens georgia there's just some beauty to it in athens georgia where i went to yeah where i went to college dude i used to go to when I lived on 393 Oconee Street behind the Waterford Apartments. So you could go walk behind this. There's like this little fucking lush green shit. But there are these just these huge cement pillars rising out of the, like the swamp and like the ground. And the first was like 20 feet tall and it was just rock. Mm-hmm. And then there was another one that kind of stuck out because it was like a different kind of rock. And it's because at some point they realized they needed the the bridge to go higher. So after like 40 years of trains, this is literally like 1840s, they built like another one on top of it. And it has since been like the railroads, they stopped using them like pre-World War One. But these things still, Mm -hmm. they're just still, you can climb up and you can still find old railroad ties. But you go find these bridges and it's like they're covered in vines. You can like the oat or the the river has literally been going for 150 years like but these things just still sit there and you're they're just like mm-hmm. what went like they didn't just you didn't just build you didn't have a machine build that this is just stone how did that happen a bunch of guys just fucking took stone and stacked it how many died yeah. probably a lot you could probably find brute some bones force. around just brute force just just probably raw slave power just like just yeah. beating life into submission and it's just you're right there's just something yeah you just it is it's just like i don't know what it is you know it's like very yeah i i don't even know the word there, but it's just yeah. it, it, it honestly puts you in awe it's a it's a little it's almost like a slight like a trance 
almost like a lullaby riding in the car falling asleep it's just you just kind of yeah. stare at it and it's like mm-hmm. what is this what is this fucking yeah yeah it's like oh like yeah you want to wrap this up in like so, 11 minutes 11 minutes sure go to twelve forty-five my time uh, yeah um I, I i i'm good with whatever you want to stop all right so um right, maybe. second piece of machinery yeah i was gonna say maybe one let's go for 26 minutes okay. I, yeah. I, I i have a ton of shit cool. i gotta do later yeah so <laughs> sorry yeah. Not, we went on some no, fucking no, no. rant i don't even remember what we were talking about <sighs> back to you yeah so um so i've described to you what the hydropulper does so that's stage one stage two after everything's been filtered and i sent you a video on this uh-huh. it goes on to a it's called the table but what it is is it's the piece of machinery that shoots the filtered stock down onto it's like a screen um there are blades up underneath it the screen goes across it and the blades underneath doesn't they don't cut into the screen their job is just to take the water off of the paper on top of the screen Mm -hmm. and this table runs 20 to 30 miles per hour depending on the day um the more um paper we produce the more money we make so obviously we try to hit that 30 mile per hour mark yeah but that's it's like a 40 foot long section it goes from 90 percent down to i think it's like 10 to 5 percent water and then from there the real magic happens and i think i mentioned this on the last podcast we did yeah where it goes where gap yeah it literally flies across there's no, no machinery there's no nothing it jumps a three foot gap. And I, I sent you that video where it's like a five second video, but you can see the paper j- jumping the gap and then going into the dryer rollers. And I got a good up close of video of those dryer rollers. And you'll see two ropes, one, and they're pretty much side by side. How it works is when the paper jumps the gap, Now keep in mind, it's not the full length because I had to have some clarification, but the engineering is so fucking cool. It's very crude, but how it works is when we want to thread up, as it's called, we shoot a three inch length of paper into those ropes, Uh. right? And then the ropes feed uh, that three inch, piece of paper through the entire length of the mill and once it hits the end of the mill we widen it to six inches and then to 12 inches and then we keep going Uh, until it's the full length of the dryer rollers but here's the cool part that original three inches that we've um, threaded through the entire machine gets cut out completely because at that point you have this eight foot wide piece of paper being fed through the machine by itself and you don't need that original three inch piece of paper yeah and then it it just keeps feeding i mean the machine keeps eating and it keeps producing it's just one of the coolest things it's very crude matter of fact we actually have people that come from europe to do inspections of the machines 
we had some guy from Germany come over and he sat there for about 30 minutes filming this machine because he'd never seen anything like it because it's such an old technology. Yeah. It's and that was really cool because he was more of a higher authority on producing paper in Europe. They have much, much more larger, much more modern um, paper mills. So him kind of just standing there watching the paper go, it's sort of like looking into a fire where you're just kind of mesmerized. And um, we also have a, another machine on the one and two mil side, it it has become a one of its kind now. It also came from Germany. Uh, On that side, they produce uh, cereal boxes and and it's a different kind of paper. Um, So when the rolls come off of that machine, it gets sent to a sheeter, S-H-E-E-T-E-R. So how it works is three to four rolls sit to the left of the machine and it's fed up into the machine and there are these blades that chop and it creates sheets. But the, this machine is so old that it has outlasted every other machine of its same type. It is literally the last machine of its kind in the world. Jesus. Uh, the same guy, the same um, German guy, he, he he actually said it in front of the maintenance crew and I, you guys are literally keeping a dinosaur alive right now. Yeah. Well, it fucking <laughs> works. It, yeah, it works. And it, it was just really cool because you have this guy with this, some sort of title this long on his business card. Um, speaking uh, broken English and just this heavy German accent. And to me, that kind of means something because the Germans have always manufactured great stuff. The Germans have always been the most insane about this shit. Yeah. Dude, they had Messerschmitt 262s in World War II. Jesus Christ, man. Dude, they had rail guns in World War I. Yeah. Yeah, they, dude, the Paris gun in World War One could shoot a shell 81 miles. 81 miles. And you may be thinking, but... What was the bore diameter of that fucker? I mean... That one was... That one, I think the shells were like 1,000 pounds. Now, in World War Two, the one that steals the glory is the Schwerer Gustav, which had an 800 millimeter, seven ton shell that could shoot 29 miles. And that's the one. So, so the one World War One shot a lot farther, but it was much smaller. Smaller is relative to this. The reality is you're shooting a thousand pound shell, eighty one yeah, miles. Velocity is the king. Well, when it first, I mean, when it first happens, apparently in World War One, there was just started to be explosions in Paris, and they didn't know what the fuck it was, and like fifteen people were killed. Yeah. Over every fifteen minutes, there's just an explosion. They were looking up. They didn't see any, like, Zeppelins. They No planes were even... I don't think the thing is before any of the biplanes could even drop bombs. But they're like, this doesn't make sense because the front is 75 miles away. Yeah. And then it finally came back through, like, 
intelligence networks that, oh, the Germans have been shelling us from six miles behind the front that is 75 miles away. And the shells are just coming in at who knows yeah. how fast. So, of course, you don't see anything. So, sorry. It's just a shell like that with impunity. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, so what I was going to say is so the Schwer Gustav and its sister gun, Dora, in World War II, these were, they existed on two sets of railroad tracks. It took 4,000 men to assemble, but they could shoot, I think, 14 to 18 shells a day. And yeah, you had to go like, you had to walk something like 200 yards away from it and put in earplugs because otherwise it would bust your eardrums. But it could shoot a seven ton shell 29 miles. And then it had its own custom barrel, just like you'd put a silencer on. Krupp, uh-huh. Krupp made its own special barrel that was actually never used. It was killed in an RAF bombing raid. But they made a because the Germans started looking back to World War One and they you know, you know they're whatever eating their schnitzels and they're like you know in World War One we could go eighty one miles. World War Two we shoot something it's fourteen times as heavy, but we're only going about a third the distance. That's no good. So they created a special. Um, a much a thinner barrel that shot, I believe, the same size shells as the Paris gun, but this shot at 118 miles. It was never used though, because an RAF bombing raid hit it, not on purpose. I Thank God. Well, they would have been getting shelled. They would have been shelling London from France. Yeah. Sorry for that little rant. That's but, crazy. Yeah. Well, no, no. Uh, it's it's really cool to see what we can do with our hands when we want to when we really want um, to kill people yeah yeah I, I i guess that's what we're good at as human beings yeah um but uh sorry for i'm, I'm sorry again interrupting no, you. no 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 i i love these rants Woo. um n- n- not rants um uh, no they're rants yeah, yeah, they're right. It's um, so, Sorry. What other videos did I send you? Uh, I'm trying to remember. Th- I think I actually covered them all, but um, oh, another video I, I sent you. Um, it is it's like a 15 to 20 second video of the aisle in between the two uh, m- machines, and you'll actually see like the. 20 to 40 foot spear poles that they actually have to use yeah. to clear out the um, dryer rollers and stuff. Now keep in mind that's the side of the mill where it's on a good winter's day it's 95 degrees and like 90% humidity. Disgusting. In summer? I mean dude it's 120, 135 degrees, 98% humidity. It sucks. There are days where they actually have to put on ice vests. I was about to say, what are the protocols yeah. for overheating? Um, uh, well, overheating people. We honestly just machines. deal with the heat. Um, well, um, we actually, our company buys us an endless supply of bomb pops. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> um, so. We just eat a bunch of those and um, the production crew, man, they honestly have like a hundred ice vests that they just throw on. And when the paper breaks, you know, it it leaves paper behind and you can't actually run the machine until all that paper is cleared out. And that's why they use the screw poles. Um, 
They have to have uh, cut-resistant gloves and um, arm guards, um, cut-resistance level 5, and I, I think it's one to two people, people per pull, but they jam it in there, they pull the paper out, um, and then they push the paper underneath the mill because underneath the mill, on the finish sides machine, um, there's an, there's another hydropulper that they actually put the paper into, and then it's shot back to um, the main hydropulper to be reground down. Um, but the video is just you know those people taking their time, being safe, making sure that they don't put their arms where they shouldn't be. Granted, the machine stopped, but that honestly hasn't stopped um, the, the machine from hurting people. Um, when that machine is shut down, it winds down slowly, and it takes about five minutes for all that steel to stop. It's crazy. Um, there's six to eight sections and they're all on air brakes and stuff. It's honestly old locomotive technology. It's, it's one of the coolest things because both four and five, like one and two, they're steam driven Mm. and they have their own brakes. They have their own throttle and each section has their own throttle. Uh, when they're done clearing everything, each section has their own pillar with their control lever. Um, the, any one of those production employees can stop the machine. Uh, there's only one person that can start it. And when they start it, they actually have a train horn to signal that yeah. everyone in the mill, get your hands out, the yeah. machine's going to start turning. Yeah, and that one person after he um, uh, throws the switch for the train horn, he goes down each section, and he pushes the lever to start the fucker back up again. And just to give you a uh, a monetary value, uh, per minute, four and five mil are down. We lose about three hundred dollars a minute. Um, one in two mil. That's where the money is per minute. One in two mil are down. We lose fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars. Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, but I mean, just think about. I mean, if you are feeding a hundred to a hundred and twenty tons of paper into a machine an hour. I mean, you can pretty much do the basic math on how much money we make per hour. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's crazy. And yeah, and when it shuts down, though, it's it's not, it's like a hat. It's like, it's like if I, you know, was like, what if I never slept and just did a podcast nonstop? Well, if my average podcast is two hours, that means I could do 12 podcasts a day. Well, it's, yeah, but I mean, no, you can't. You know, it's you can't do that. That's it's, a lot of caffeine. Exactly, you can't you can't do that. So it's it's like yeah, when you stop, we lose this much money per minute. But it's like it, it has to yeah. it has to stop because X, mm-hmm. Y, and Z. You can't start it up, or you're gonna butcher an employee, and then you're gonna lose a million dollars in insurance. Like, you know, it's yeah. yeah. Um, 
one in two mil because I want to briefly touch up on them. Sure. It's a different technology. I would have to send you some more videos because how they make paper is completely different, completely different. It's not a table. It's a seven layer sheet process where each table to create the paper is a roller and it's a suction roller and it takes paper, it sucks it to the roller and then it's peeled off and then it goes in between two felts as that's called. And then it goes to another roller and then it just keeps adding paper and then it goes into the dryer. But to touch up back on OSHA and stuff, you can clearly identify original parts from modern parts after OSHA was established because everything original has this real sort of rusty patina on it. I mean, it's still integrally sound, mm -hmm. but all of the modern pieces of machinery are spray painted or painted in bright orange or bright yellow and they've been welded onto it. And thinking about how these machines operated in like 1900 with no guards whatsoever, it, it was a scary environment, man. I mean, just having motors and drives at um, your feet with no guards whatsoever. I mean, trip hazards, nip hazards, pinch hazards. I mean, back then, and I mean, still to this day, um, you could easily maim yourself. Yeah. I mean, even with um, all of the guards that we have on the machines, I mean, it's, it's a very beautiful but very dangerous environment. It's like a volcano. I mean, it's something just lures you to it. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's really cool. It, it, it just really is. I, I, I honestly love what I do. I, I mean, yeah, this happened. But, I mean, the fickle mistress is quite fickle. Um, and, like I said, I went back to work uh, the following day, and I picked up a hammer and started hammering like like normal <laughs> it's, yeah it's it's almost like you're inside of like this giant like steampunk monster and you're like yeah. inside its organs and like the whole machine mm -hmm. you're like walking around inside you know i mean it, it almost feels like it's alive like it's a big organism weird feeling you can feel the steam rushing to the parts you can feel the oil yeah. lubricating everything i mean you can tell if the machine is happy that day by just the vibration and noise that it's making that day people will say that like the old like the old like jets and stuff like before jets just different bombers pilots you can go uh -huh. back and find videos from like the fifth they're all dead now but like in the 50s they talk about like the world war ii bombers and they'd be like Oh no! They all have like personalities, and like yeah. trains, and um, yeah, certain guns. They'd be like, "Oh mm -hmm. no, she's like artillery pieces." Like, "Oh no, she's, you know, she's a she's got a bad attitude." But like, she always comes through in the clutch, and it's like, "Haha!" But then like, you'll see people be like, "No, really, it's Seriously, they're like, yeah. yeah, no, it's like she'll come through." Like, no, she's having a bad day today. Like, 
But yeah, they say that about like big, yeah, big, like skook them shit. But I would probably be the same with yeah. like steel mills, I would imagine, right? Mm-hmm. Huge shipping containers or ship container yeah. ships. Yeah, the, um, there is something in that, like big living beasts. Number one mill is the oldest out of the mills. It, it, it's the one that has the original parts on it. And she is notorious for taking hands and ripping them off. And I'll, I'll, I'll tell you how. You remember how I described on four and five mil, they shoot out a three inch piece of paper and then it, it jumps a gap. Mm-hmm. Number one mil specifically doesn't do that. It actually has to be threaded up by hand, literally. Um, it shoots out that three inch uh, piece of paper, but it can't jump the gap. It's too far. Someone has to grab that paper that is traveling. Um, it, it's not as fast. It's uh, maybe 10 to 15 miles per hour, um, but, but they slow it down so someone can actually grab the paper. And when you grab the paper, you actually have to throw it into a pulley system that has those two uh, ropes. But see, the thing is, is people lose hands because they don't throw it correctly. You're supposed to grab the paper and throw it and release. What people do is they throw it and try to thread it up into the pulley and the rope. And what happens is when you grab it how you're instructed to, you throw it, and then your hand gets wrapped up into the pulley Ugh. and it pulls um, the hand up. <sighs> yeah. But see, that's just how the machine works. Um, on that same side of the mill, one and two mill, both one and two mill are notorious for breaking legs. And how that happens is, is there are these elevators that have um, a track right next to the dryers. When the paper breaks on that, what happens is two people have to operate these elevators. One's the operator and one's the person with the pole. And you can't stand up as the person that operates the pole. But what happens is the operator of the elevator, the one that has control of the left and right, what will happen is they can't see the person with the pole. It's all done by radio communication. What will happen is they're pulling paper out and the person operating the left and right will just continue to go to the left. Mm. And when you're that person with the pole, you are here. The dryer roller is right here. I mean, there's hardly any gap. I mean, you literally have to back up and use the pole. But some of the guards and some of the gears will will actually catch your leg. And if the operator on the elevator goes to the left or goes to the right, it'll break your leg. And actually, um, after um, this happened to my hand, which was number one machine, not a week later someone broke their leg and it actually broke the big bone connecting femur. uh yeah that it, it it broke a femur jesus yeah but see the thing is is 
despite all of our injuries, granted, very preventable, um, OSHA actually still loves us because whatever OSHA says, we, we make the changes the next day. We're always in compliance with OSHA. Um, we're great at workman's comp um, things, but the machines honestly have their own personality. It's just the weirdest thing. I, it's the vibration, it's the smell, it's all of the senses. You can just tell the thing's alive. I mean, completely personifying it. Yeah. But I mean, it's really true. And it's just the weirdest, the coolest. Um, Sometimes it's very eerie because when the... mm, either one of the mills are down i mean they do creak i mean it's specifically just from um the steam and yeah. everything cooling down yeah but hell yeah fuck yeah <laughs> brad smith we're up at well two minutes but i still yeah. I, got a, I got a ton of shit to do so i'm <laughs> sorry i'm gonna cut you a minute short um don't we worry man thank you for doing this i hope you're yeah. uh, please don't take any more tylenol in those doses um, <laughs> let's definitely do another one. Yeah, I texted you last night and said, let's do a podcast. And you said, I thought you got too famous for me. Bitch, don't ever <laughs> say that. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, know. I am loyal. And I, I am oh, true, loyal. I'm okay. true to my original guests, the people that came on. <laughs> I remember them. Dude, but, dude, I'm seeing you grow on your channel and stuff. Like, damn, this dude got Comstock on his channel. And this dude got a fucking A. Abrams fucking uh, tank commander on his uh, um, podcast. Dude, you're going places. Holy I hope, fuck. man. Not fast enough. Not fast <laughs> enough. Whoever's <laughs> listening, if you like the podcast, please share the link with people because oh, everyone I ask says no one sees it and recommend it. I can't get it. It's probably because it's fucking wrong, think. But you got to like literally like text the link to people because otherwise <laughs> it, it won't come up in, in recommended. So please, if you guys like the podcast, subscribe. And, uh, Guys, seriously, like the fuck out of it. Woo! Tommy's going places, man. Seriously, yeah. I, I don't, I don't give a shit about commenting. I don't give a shit about smash that like button, like comment, just, subscribe, just subscribe because I got to get to a point where I can get it monetized so I can keep doing it. Aside yeah. from that, though, I don't give a shit, man. Are, are, are you getting closer from the last time we've done the podcast? Yeah, you got to get to a thousand subscribers, be, be able to get oh, monetized. Okay. So I'm at four fifty-seven right now, four sixty. So, so you're saying I need to create like 500 accounts, right? Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that, because <laughs> that will get me flagged. Now, if oh, a lot of people want to do that, I won't, you know, say no. But yeah. no, you definitely can't do that one. That will get you fucked in the butt. Well, I don't know. Technically, if I don't do it, I wouldn't test it. But please, no, <laughs> please send it to people. Just say subscribe. Let's get this bitch going. If you guys like it, please. Let's get it going. And if you don't like it, don't subscribe. Like, that's important. <laughs> like, let me win you over. Not just like, just just subscribe. Don't look at it. Just subscribe. No, fuck that. If you like it, subscribe. And if not, I'll win you over. Hopefully. Absolutely, man. Thank you, Brad. All right. To be continued, huh? To be continued, sir. Kanye. All right. Kanye 2020. <laughs> 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 Have a good one, man. All right, buddy. Peace. See ya.